0: This is that so retrograde, and on today's show we have aura photographer Christina Lonsdale.
1: Yes, hello. Hi. That fart means it's time for that so retrograde. I've I've shifted from talking about bowel issues to just making bowel sound effects. We're moving up in the world. <laughs> I'm a mature just, educated adult. Just
0: earning that iTunes explicit rating.
1: We ha- we gotta do something.
0: Yeah. Say say a bad word real quick. Fuck, 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 Thank fuck, fuck. Thank you. Hi Stephanie Simbari. <laughs> hey Elizabeth Cott. How you doing, baby? I'm doing good. So cool that we get to do this together. I agree. We're friends. Mm-hmm. We work together. Mm-hmm. We people want us to talk into a microphone. and well, maybe they don't want us to, but But they we are though. But we are. Um we recently went on an
1: adventure, didn't we? We went on a friend date. Friend friend dates are really important. What else have we okay, so friend dates, we do eating things. We love organic grocery stores. Organic grocery stores.
0: And we have a ritual before Every recording that we meet at the Javista Organica down the street. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's the name, but that's what I've coined it. doesn't matter. And we order the Veggie Delight sandwich on rye, add prosciutto, add mozzarella.
1: <laughs> it's like the vegan sandwich, add meat and cheese.
0: You know, because um, we like balance. We go to We Spa together. We do.
1: Oh, we should do an episode on We Spa.
0: We absolutely should. Yes. So the We Spa is the Korean spa here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. but. On Tuesdays, it's 15 bucks. It's amazing. All you can spa.
1: And you can go. It's 24 hours. You go whenever you want.
0: There's a lot of hookers there getting ready late night because we usually go Uh
1: uh-huh. late. I love it. And it's just like, it's a cool vibe. Mm-hmm. People are there doing their homework. And there's a restaurant. Might I suggest Ooh. eating a little bit of edible marijuana and taking a trip into the Wii Spa.
0: That's a good friend
1: date. <laughs> yeah. And Seriously. then our most recent one, we went downtown to the Ace Hotel and on the rooftop, which I did not know that you could just show up at the Ace Hotel and go hang and have drinks and oh, food. Oh, yeah. It's
0: fantastic. Well,
1: that needs to be a regular thing yeah, to do. Yeah.
0: New friend date spot.
1: Um, but this time, particular time, we went and we got our auras photographed.
0: By this really cool woman, Christina Lonsdale, mm-hmm. who basically goes around the country in this like yurt type tent. Mm-hmm has us put our hands on some contraption. It's a um,
1: uh, heat sensor something. Silver Silver. Something. Th- She's going to be here in a minute. Bio feedback machine. She'll talk about She'll it. She'll
0: talk about it. We definitely shouldn't be talking about yeah. it. But all I know <laughs> yeah. is our auras are red together mm-hmm. and they're magnificent. Mm-hmm. Magnificent combination.
1: Yeah, we are a purple and an orange. Do
0: you know what an aura is?
1: Yes. Okay. I Okay, well, she's going to say it, right. but I feel like, let me just try and guess it.
0: Yeah. Do you guys know what an aura is? Think about it.
1: From, from my spiritual understanding, it's like the body of energy that exists around your physical body. So it's like a light field or like rays that are like coming off of you in your daily life. In some meditations, I've learned how to visualize it and hug it really close to my body. Yes. I like that That's one. That's a nice one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she, her thing is more scientific.
0: It seems, yeah. And there's a lot of color theory involved with it, which I think is kind of, for me, the most exciting part of it. I yeah. love all the history of the origins of color.
1: I love when she said, when we, we met with her, that the when they, when the guy discovered the prism of light, the white prism, that inside of it was the rainbow. Mm. So
0: there's some good knowledge. Yeah, we'll get I'm into excited that. Excited to have her out here, we'll and it's also stop. just like
1: fun when you get your when when you get your aura and then they kind of tell you what it is. It's like I feel like I walked away with knowing what I need to work on.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of the general consensus for everything. It's just like a cool way to reflect and and dive in and maybe assess some things in a way that you wouldn't
1: have had the opportunity to otherwise. Totally. Um, Although I did feel like she was like not telling me that I had a murky aura. Like I felt like she was throwing me some aura shade. No. Not from her, but I was just like, it, it is a little bit darker green than I would like it to be, right? <laughs> I, I, help You're me. You're going to be fine. Help You're me. You're going to be fine. My aura's dirty.
0: Well. Let's
1: bring her in. Let's bring her in. Christina Lonsdale, guys. Christina, hi. Hi. How's it going? It's going
0: great. First of all. What's yeah. an aura? Yeah, they're okay. a great way. <laughs> yeah, great you know, that's to
2: start. a good way to start. Okay, an aura <laughs> is actually an electromagnetic energy field that surrounds your body. And um, most people know that we have electricity in our body, but what most people don't know is that this electricity radiates past our skin surface in a wave-like format. And because of that wave-like format, we're able to detect a vibrational frequency. And this camera has hand sensors that read those electromagnetic energy. Um, and is able to translate that into a vibrational frequency and translate that to a color. And then that color comes out as a second exposure.
0: And there's something like,
2: there's a small number of these cameras in the world. Yes, line. yes. Um, it's in the hundreds. Okay. Definitely. Um, I went to the inventor's house and he said that there was like 100 in the country. But to be honest, I don't even know. Um, I mean, it just seemed to just fly out of his mouth. So I don't even know if, if there's an exact number out there, to be
1: honest. Okay. So you have this tent. Yes, it's like a yeah. We travel with a dome, yeah, <laughs> like a geodesic dome. Yeah, yeah, it's and like the Sahara tent at Coachella, mm-hmm. but yeah. smaller. <laughs> so you bring people in and um, they sit and they put their hands on these blocks with, yes. the, and they have silver plates. Mm-hmm. Those are the hand sensors. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So the hand sensors. And it takes, what, 15 seconds? It takes
2: about 10 seconds okay. for um, these exposures. There's two exposures happening. The first mm-hmm. exposure is your physical body, just your regular average Polaroid photo. And then the second exposure is the color translation. It is a um, wash of colors that are um, literally, like, it's a, basically an interactive filter that was invented 35 years before Instagram. So it's <laughs> really hilarious. Isn't that crazy? Yeah.
1: It's to- so it's reading the heat from your hands? No,
2: it's not necessarily heat. It's your electromagnetic field.
0: Okay. Yeah. So what do you say to people who say, oh, it's just a Polaroid filter, essentially, that it's just picking at random and then pulling up as the, as the second process of the photo, and it mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the actual magnetic electricity coming from us?
2: Well, then I just go into detail of how the camera works. Okay. Um, it is a... It has a hand sensor that is attached to it. It's a 10-second long exposure. The first exposure just takes about four seconds. It's literally the first. um, It's just your physical body. It's a regular Polaroid photo. And then the second exposure is an energetic translation. It uses these hand sensors that are made of 100% silver. And there's these dots on these hand sensors that are actually calibrated for your meridian points. And your meridian points are actually your highway system of the electricity that runs through your body. Um, And so... through these hand sensors, we're able to analyze your electromagnetic energy and translate it into a color um, using vibrational frequencies. Um, color has a vibrational frequency based on how light hits the spectrum. And we have an, a vibrational frequency based on our electricity that runs through our body. So through an algorithm within the camera, we're able to match your electricity to a color. And that color comes out as a second exposure. That's
1: so cool. And um, do you feel, have you ever been someone who can like see, you know, there's those people who are like, I can see your aura. No, no. Um, and I do. I actually do
2: believe, like somewhere, like I, I kind of just put it on a shelf somewhere in the back of my head that this is available to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's a skill that you develop. Um, there's several books that I've read that go into extreme detail on how to develop that skill. Mm-hmm. Um, but I Hanging
1: haven't really your psychic sense. Yeah,
2: I haven't really devoted that much time into it because mm-hmm. I feel like, really, what I value so much about this project is that it's really. Um, Me celebrating this bridge between science and the metaphysical where it is this kind of like it's this creative interactive art where you can be able to interact with this machine and be able to discover something about yourself. Um, and if I just take that away and just claim that I'm a psychic and I can see it, it kind of makes it more about me and more about, like, my ego. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm not trying to say psychics are, are like, egoists at all, at all. Mm-hmm. I think that that's definitely, like, a valuable thing to have in the world. But um, it is, um, I think, for me personally and for me creatively, I would rather focus on the experience and be able to offer this, like, um, this platform
0: for somebody to be able to experience something more than their physical bodies. So, so color theory is such an integral aspect to this. Absolutely. And yes. that's definitely the first thing that we both got from you when we met with you yesterday was your vast knowledge of that.
1: Thank you. How
0: did you get involved in that? I got laid off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice. <And> <laughs> all good honest, stories start honest, with that. Yeah, yeah, I got laid off. I was on, um, Fun employment, uh, trying to find a job in Portland, Oregon, which is not an easy thing to do, especially as a creative. Mm-hmm. Um, and with my specific caliber of like what I did re- um, previously, it was just really impossible to find like the same um, position. And so through finding trying to find a job, I, um, I really started kind of just getting into um, creative projects. And this one kind of came up, and it really started speaking to me, um, uh, mostly because I think it speaks a lot to... I think. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm. I'm like, almost thirty-five. I just turned like, whatever. I'm thirty-four, <laughs> but I'm, I feel like I'm thirty-five now. Um, and Elizabeth, I, I think. I think you get into. I every, think, has everyone caught that yet? <laughs> yeah. I say Fre- that on frequently. Say that on good. On. <laughs> because I'm not thirty yet. <laughs> <laughs> um. I. I. I think that you get to a certain age, and you're like. A, fuck, I'm becoming my parents, you know? And, um, I was born into a commune. I, my parents are total massive hippies and I totally rebelled against that. And I started watching myself kind of like go back into those belief systems. And this is a great way for me to kind of explore that further. And so during that fun employment time, it was, it was a really big time for self exploration. And I found this camera just randomly. I was visiting some great girlfriends over in New York City. And we just like hopped into this like wacky jewelry shop in the middle of Canal Street, and um, it's called Magic Jewelry. If, I mean, most people that are super into aura photography know about Magic Jewelry. Cool. It is it's a great place to visit. And I went in there, and I was like, oh my god, I could make this experience so much better. <laughs> and I mean, not not saying that they don't do a great job because they totally do, and it's very unique to them. But I was so inspired creatively, and mm-hmm. and like how I can I can be able to approach my culture and what I grew up with and be able to, like, really experience um, really kind of what I identify with, which is almost like the middle ground mm-hmm. between, like, normal world and, like, hippie world, basically.
1: Well, I was going to say, like, to your point, because I've gotten my aura photographed once before in Sedona, Arizona. Okay, yeah. And I was telling Elizabeth that, like, when we did it with you, it was much more grounded for me because mm-hmm. you were – Relating it to, like, facts and science and, like, yeah. the history of color and where it's coming from. And, like, I really appreciated how connected to, like, a reality that we can all identify with Absolutely. you were. Whereas, like, in Sedona, it was cool, but it was just more, like, lofty and in a way I felt, agree. like, general. And I was, like, I was into it, but, like, the degree to, of its loftiness almost created more skepticism in me. Because totally. I was, like, now you're making me feel like you're just yeah. saying things. <laughs> mm-hmm. and And totally. I, I really appreciated how yours was, like like you said, like, bridge the gap between um, science and metaphysical. I thought that was a really great way to position yourself. So it's really cool. I have a question about um, the thing, though. Like, so uh, we, are, Elizabeth and I got our auras photographed. Yeah. And um, they're here, which we can talk We're about We're framing it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so my question was, how dependent on, like, okay, say that I was to go to the, the dome once a day for 30 days, what would the changes be in my aura so like does it have to do with the thoughts that I'm having that day does it have to do with what I ate that day like how many it honestly
2: depends on how moody you are I'm Seriously. super moody like it, it changes from person to person and that's what's so exciting about this mm-hmm. process is that um, I do have regulars now people come to me regularly and some people change some people don't um the owner of Individual Medley, um, who I just adore, she is a very, very consistent. Every time, I've I've done three shows at her shop. Mm-hmm. And, and Individual Medley is a store here in Los Angeles. Yes, okay. in Atwater. Cool. Um, and she shoots the same and every time I see her she is the same like she is definitely even keel she's one of those personalities that you can just depend on in terms of like she's always going to be like this Interesting. Um, not like she's like shut in a box or anything but it's just you know there's these people um, that just have like a very consistent personality and they will shoot the same Um, Mm. if you have like if you're a little bit more moody if you've got a lot going on um, of course your energy is going to reflect that I mean that's what's so fascinating about this process is that um, I mean, photography is just a, a capture of a moment, right? Yeah. Now, aura photography is a capture of a moment, but it's also an energetic moment as well.
1: It's, like, raised. Exactly. Totally. So that's, I, that would be, like, an interesting study, I feel like, for someone to do. of Like, okay, so you track kind of what you did that morning and, like, okay, I'm going to have, like, healthy habits for 30 days as much as possible. And, yeah. like, to see what happens and what changes in your aura, like... Totally. Could indicate, like, actually the things in your life where you should yeah. be strengthening or, like what's kind of bringing you down, like it's an awesome reflection of, cause I feel like our habits happen to us sometimes and like, it's difficult to maintain consciousness about every single thing that you're doing at all absolutely, times. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's a really cool – you should do, like, a science experiment on yourself.
2: I actually keep a visual diary. Oh, you do? I do, yeah. When I got, um, when I got interviewed by Huffington Post, I totally took a selfie. Because <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, I want to know what it's going to be. Um, I had to put my dog down that I've had for 12 years, oh and I totally God. photographed that. that. No, it's okay. It's really um, – it was really just a part of that process, too. You and know what I mean? was the shift? Could Was it noticeable? Oh my dog In the photo? Yes, it was totally noticeable. Wow. Um, When I started the business, I had all purple on top and all red down below. And the purple on top was like my vision. You know, Mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to create this experience. And um, the red down below was like, fuck, I'm going to pay my rent. Like, how am I going to make this work? Because I was on unemployment. Like, it was a scramble to try to make this work. Mm -hmm. It was a huge risk. And um, I shot that for about six months. And then once I started kind of gaining traction, I started to see my colors shift. Um, And when I had to put my dog down, I had this like, like just... Blue, which was just like so like wonderful for what blue really is. I mean,
0: and what does blue stand for?
2: Oh, blue. I mean, here's the interesting thing about mm-hmm. color. I mean, I, before I kind of like talked too um, specifically about color, um, I love what I what I cherish about color psychology, color theory, is that this is actually like a spectrum of meaning. It is not specific like languages. Mm-hmm. I feel like language can be limiting because it is so specific mm-hmm. whereas color speaks in more broader terms um, and blue is re- representative of water right it, it is the source of all life um, and because it's the source of all life it is very connected um, it is a very um, sensitive color Um, so of course when I'm putting my dog down, blue's going to show up. I mean, that is just kind of a no brainer. Mm -hmm. Um, but it can also mean other things. It can mean trust It is associated with the throat chakra. So it also can mean communication. Mm. Feeling understood is very important for blues. Um, it is also 80% of corporations use blue in their branding because it instills emotional trust
1: whoa Ooh. manipulative facebook <laughs> that's funny because i was actually i was having a conversation with someone about the old propaganda films you know like of world mm. war ii and i was have you ever seen century self no century
2: of self is amazing it's on youtube for free it's like four-part series it's from the bbc it's Ooh. definitely worth
1: watching cool i gotta watch that and i was thinking about how like because of the transparency of our world, it's more difficult to make propaganda films because we kind of all like have access to every bit of information, but it's interesting that like, it's more subconscious now. Absolutely. So Absolutely. the idea of color being the yeah. manipulative tactic is interesting yeah. to me. Yeah, I feel like propaganda
2: films have just evolved into our daily life. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Isn't it all a propaganda yeah. film at
1: this point? <laughs> yeah. Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Crystal Geyser Water. So
0: my question is about this picture of Stephanie and I. Okay, sure. Would you mind kind of walking us through no, it? No, not at all. Here, if you don't mind, let me. Please.
2: So what I'm seeing is um, both of you guys together looking lovely. I think I told you guys this is what I called my 70s sunset pose where I have (laughs) you looking off into your beautiful future together. Um, Above your head (laughs) is purple. And purple is actually a very fascinating color. It is the end of the spectrum, right? Um, Well, actually, it's not. Indigo is the end of the spectrum, but purple is is pretty far out there. Um, So it really involves um, having a dream. It involves being able to... um, look ahead and look around the corner. Um, it goes from like step zero to step 50 in a matter of seconds. Um, and because of that purple is very visionary. It is all about wanting to be, um, a part of something that it believes in. Um, if you really want to get vibey, we can talk about, um, the indigo age. The indigo age just started talking about the end of the spectrum, which is yeah, be yeah. really exciting. Um, but the violet age is really kind of what is exciting when i look at this photograph the violet age started in the 60s and it just ended um some people say 2014 some people say 2015 whatever we can we can kind of argue over the specifics but Um, I feel like the 60s really encapsulates what purple represents. If you think about where we were historically in the 50s, it was like keeping up with the Joneses, right? It was Mm -hmm. all about, you know, being in a cul-de-sac in in suburbia and and having the same hairdo, having the same shirt. Men wore, like, three different colors, and that was it. Um, And the 60s really changed that. The Mm -hmm. 60s was a part... Um, it it was a big time when people were able to offer their own perspectives and through that we were able to evolve as a society. So it was Martin Luther King. I have a dream just as much as it was Andy Warhol putting soup cans in the corner and saying, this is my art. It was the Kennedys. It was the Beatles. It was all these people being able to offer their own perspective. Um, and purple is also associated with the third eye. So it is your unique perspective that you offer to the world. It is your your essence basically. Um, so the fact that you guys have all this purple, um, really shows me that you guys are visionary, that you guys believe in what you're doing and that you guys are a part of something that is, excites you. Um, purple really loves to delight others. It's usually found with performers. It's usually found with actresses um, and people that are um, being able to create a vision for other people to par- participate in. Um, your left corner, it, your left lower corner is also purple, but it's got a little bit of blue and a little bit of white mixed in. White can be pretty controversial depending on your spiritual beliefs. Um, It is connected to spirituality. Um, And the reason for that is when Sir Isaac Newton discovered white light shooting through a prism, that prism revealed a rainbow. Mm. So the fact that white encompasses everything is what connects it to, like, the source. It's that crown chakra. Exactly, yeah. Um, And so if I was on a cooking show, um, for the listeners to just understand, what I'm seeing is, like, one cup of purple with two tablespoons of white and two tablespoons of blue. Um, and that is in your internal body that is in your, um, lower left-hand corner. And so, um, this really represents the ability to be empathetic, to be able to like have that human connection, that trust, that loyalty, um, and, and that emotion, um, mixed with your dreams, mixed with your like higher concepts, definitely. And, uh, lower picture right is some orange mixed with red. Now, orange is a very exciting color to me. Um, it's actually pretty tricky because it encapsulates kind of two concepts. Um, One is that it's very adventurous. It loves a challenge. Um, The other is that it's really good with people. Um, It's the ability to be leadership oriented. It's the ability to be um, assertive. It's the ability to be... um, be able to read people well and work with them on their level so it can be a great leader um but it also has a little bit of yellow in it too so it loves to have fun it can be very goofy it can be um it can be whimsical it can be impractical sometimes um but it can also um it, i mean hands down it's a great people person so and just meeting you guys i can definitely tell that you guys are definitely sociable and that <laughs> is that is what orange is all about Um, Now, when it's mixed with red, that's really interesting because red is um, all about strength and courage. Um, It is the first color that we identified in our linguistic history, and it's also the first color that we painted within the caves. So um, it really stands for, I mean, if you can just think about how that was in, in our primordial history to actually do something new, I mean, that must have been really, really scary. So um, doing something new um, really brings up its challenges, but it really requires a lot of passion and it really requires a lot of leadership and willpower. Um, so the fact that you guys have this, all this purple, um, and then you're kind of, and this is in your outgoing corner, so this is like your persona, so you're able to channel all this, like, all these dreams, all this, like, kind of um, th- this vision and channel it into the ability to have, like, the strength and the courage to make those dreams vulnerable, but also be able to, like, work well with others. It totally makes sense for you, too.
1: I love it.
0: Sounds like we're going to have a beautiful family, Stephanie. <laughs> I can't wait to
1: bear your children. <laughs> it's going to be
0: great.
1: <laughs> your creative babies.
0: I love all of that. Yeah, I feel like
1: everyone who's listening <laughs> is just going to be thinking like, "What? I want to know mine. Like, tell me mine. Like, all I want to do is ask tiff. you. Yeah, I'm like, now what's my other one? Like, mm-hmm. I just want to hear everything that you have to say. So this is an interesting thing. So I feel like a lot of people um, to find a very like self-actualized person isn't the most easy thing to come by. So I feel like if I were to be someone who thought of myself in a certain way and then got my aura photographed and it like was in contrast with what I thought about myself, like I might be upset. Have you ever had someone who was like, "What? Like that's what I am?" Like, where? Because I feel like when you gave me my reading, I was like, "Oh my god, that's so accurate!" Like when you said. Thing about being at odds with itself, I was like, wow, that really is very true to me. But like, have you ever had someone who was like, like, is there ever been an adverse reaction or someone who was like mad at you or just like obviously emotionally upset by it?
2: You know, I um I don't I don't get that very often. That's awesome. I don't. Um I did have one guy come in with friends and he had um like a like a, a regular red aura Um, it's your run of the mill and yeah it's just your average red aura (laughs) and he was like I am not red and I was like it came out red I don't know what to tell you and he's like let me do it again I'll pay for it and I was like okay like we can do it again Um, and and several people had had their photos taken in between then Mm -hmm. Um, and so I rephotographed him and it was still red and it was just kind of like this is just I mean I I think that um, red really gets a bad rap with the aura field I think that um, because a murky red is
1: bad vibes right yeah
2: murky red means that you're drained something's draining you it just means that something's going on whereas like if it's a nice bright like nail polish red Red, you're good. Like red is just like a fantastic, strong color. Mm-hmm. I mean, you need red. You need red to get stuff done. Root chakra. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it is. It's essential for 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 life. Um, but I, I think that just because it's on the bottom of the chakra system, or there's this like hierarchy thing that people get caught up with.
1: Right. That's really funny. So you were like, "Yes, sir. You are red."
0: Mm-hmm. What is it that you do to stay grounded before? Or to tap in before you meet with all these people, because I can imagine that that's quite draining, energy-wise, for you. You know,
2: you know I, I think that um, that stuff doesn't drain me. I get really excited about it. I think people, I think people come and they're excited, and that makes me excited. So it kind of puts you on one a little bit. So nice. I think that that's really exciting. I do um, love tai chi. Tai chi is a fantastic way for me to be able to. Um, really move the energy around in my body, and I know that I hate saying energy because I feel like it's such an overused word in a way that um, when when I'm like talking about it in a way like Tai Chi, I like to be as clear as possible because. Um, I don't want to sound too woo-woo, but I really can't can feel woo here. I can it's, woo-woo. It's, it's a safe zone. Safe. Yeah. Well, no, I mean this this just kinda of brings back to what I was saying. It's like, God, I'm sounding like my mom. Like it's just like <laughs> it's just like how do I how do I find that language? How do I find that vocabulary that makes sense to me? Because mm-hmm. I really do feel it and I believe it, but I haven't found the vocabulary that really speaks to me. So when I'm talking about like doing Tai Chi and like feeling the energy moving through my body, I just wanna find a different vocabulary. But that's what it is. Like, it is, it is. But I, I think that um, it's not my words. Does that make sense? Yeah, And totally. I understand
1: that because it also is like so many people, you're right, overuse it and kind of yeah. diminish its meaning and its value. Yeah. But Tai Chi literally is moving the energy through your Absolutely, body in the same totally. way that acupuncture yeah. is that. Yeah,
2: and I'm not trying to in- reinvent the wheel, but it's just I want to be able to identify it with it. Mm-hmm. And because it really has made a big difference in my life, mm-hmm. I tried meditating for so long and it was just a lot of like me sitting down for 20 minutes saying, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. And so it's like, why would I do that to myself every? Day. so it was just really like how do I find an alternative and I found tai chi and I really really love it it's a great way for me to be able to have the same benefits of being able to like tune out mm-hmm. and then really focus on like integrating um and almost like recalibrating I think that's probably like my my vocabulary is recalibrating definitely um so to answer your question not to ramble too much but to answer your question that's that's what I found
0: have helpful. you ever done an, a selfie or a, a photo of yourself before tai chi and then after and
1: since no,
2: that no but i think that would be probably already. i would love okay. to see what Some that's all assignment. about
1: yeah we will see that on the website okay. asap this we is, expect is, this from you yes, okay yes yes we um, give our guests homework
0: christina this is so cool this was such a fun activity for stephanie and i to do and you know to find out we're controversial visionaries <laughs> well oh, to have you. that just you know Defined for us I think it, we knew it that It actually makes sense Yeah it makes a lot of sense Yeah um, it was, It's and really And my murky cool.
1: green I'm working on it
0: Yeah it's okay We'll <laughs> get there It was situational Yeah You were downtown
1: Yeah it was at the Ace Pool Oh
0: the Ace Hotel on the rooftop by the pool uh, Get me out of here I hate
1: it I no, no, we're, we're kidding. kidding. Okay. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's a lovely, lovely establishment. Since we can't take you with us everywhere, um, tour to 2016. <laughs> yeah, I'm just Not, with you. No. I just take you on stage with me, and I'm like, "Tell me what my aura is right now during this dick joke." What about this one? As long as now? we have band, now t shirt Yeah, <laughs> obviously we'll have merch. Yeah. Clearly, Duh. but I was. Um, where would you? So on the internet, where can people find you? Um, and where? Uh, I don't know if you're touring somewhere or Mm -hmm. if you know that. If you don't, that's cool. Yeah, I do know. And also, um, if if there's, like, a book or something, like, we just want to, like, give people, like, a direction to point them in. Absolutely. Um,
2: My website is RadiantHuman.com. My Instagram is RadiantHuman. And then, oh, God, whatever that lower slash thing is. Underscore. Underscore, yes. RadiantHuman underscore.
1: Cool. And then, okay, so you have your website, you have your Instagram. Absolutely. And then... um, Are you based in
2: Portland? I'm based in Portland, but I travel everywhere. Um, And you can, I have a tour page on my website that will explain where I'll be next. Um, I am planning on being in San Francisco on July 11th and 12th, I believe. Um, and then I'm also going to be in New York from, I think the 15th to the 22nd.
1: So if someone wants to come see you, they just come see you. How does
2: it work? Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, I actually advertise locations of where I'll be on my tour page on my website. And, um, right now we do walk-ins only, um, only because my readings really vary. So it's really hard to anticipate how long each reading is going to be. So, um, and, and, you know, people just travel from forever. I, Um, I mean, last night, girls drove up from San Diego. And, I mean, when people are going to be doing that, I really want to spend time with them. I had a woman take her kid out of school so that we could get (laughs) photos for them. Um, So when somebody makes those sacrifices, I really want to be able to spend that time with them. So, um you know, it's it's really hard to anticipate those. And so I just have a walk-up list. Um, and it ends up being really friendly. It's really nice. Um, people come in, put their names down, then they go home, do a load of laundry, go <laughs> have lunch with a girlfriend and come back. And um, most of the time, everyone's just fine with that. But <clears throat> I know that, I know that it can be kind of a shocker for
1: some people to walk in and then all of a sudden it's like a 4-hour wait. It's I know yesterday our expect. friend was there and it was like the next one's at 8:30 <laughs> she and it was, was like so four. Down. She, she was, was like, like cool. "Okay, cool." I was like, "Wow, you really chill about this." Christina,
0: thank you so much thank for you. being here. Thank you so much. And uh sharing your energy
1: with us. <laughs> 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 all right, check her out radianthuman.com.
0: My aura is excited
1: after that. Lens aroused. Okay, it's tickled. Tickled. My aura has been tickled by that conversation. I would say
0: my aura is a rose color.
1: Oh, yours actually is. It is a little. Yeah, it's that L.A. rose. I wish you guys could see Elizabeth's picture. We got to put these in the blog because she looks. And when you were taking it, and still now, you look like a. It's like a portrait of a person forty years ago. Like when she <laughs> old timey. Like, he's very old timey pose. Mine looks like I'm about to be abducted. Old-timey. Yeah, by an an (laughs) old-timey alien abduction.
0: (laughs) It's a good look. Um, But so what I was saying, rose-colored auras mean roses and thorns. I don't know. I was trying to find a good transition. I I don't know. That's a great great segue, Elizabeth. Thank you. Don't break yourself down. Let's lift you up today. Thank you. Thank you. you, Thank you. Yeah.
1: Roses and thorns. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What you got, Stephanie Simbarit? Okay. So my rose would be... I just ran into my ex-boyfriend...
0: I know I was there.
1: That was, and and you were like, "She goes, (laughs) that's your ex boyfriend." And I was like, "He's forty, relax." (laughs) He's older. I didn't anticipate that. Yeah, he's definitely got like more salt and peppery since we've broken up. I think he's had a lot of stress. He's had a child and a half since I've broken up with him. Well, a half child. His baby mama is pregnant again. Oh, I don't know about that whole situation, but um, it was actually, I guess my rose on that tip would just be like. It was really good to see him. Like, I've been, you know, when you break up with someone, it's so hard. It's so emotional. And I've been, I heard that he was at the comedy store recently. And I was like, uh, like what's Does that going to be do like? He's a writer slash actor, but he is Aren't writing, they all? He's writing partners with this, com- this other comedian. So he's with him all the time. Got it. I know what that's like. Yeah. God, it's a small world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd run into him one other time at the comedy store, maybe like two years ago, and I was really stoned and I like wasn't ready to see him, and it was so fucking awkward. And I just I heard he was there recently and I was like, I can't have a repeat of that. That was right. so terrible. A I'm
0: stoned like, in is never
1: Oh, especially at the comedy store when the vibes are already like so thick and weird. Murky aura. Yeah, talk about a dark aura. <laughs> that place aura is actually black. Um So I don't know, my rose is just like after Being not together for five years and not really talking at all during that time, we've talked maybe like three times, running into him like literally brought tears to my eyes because I was just like, oh, my God, this is a person that I still love. Like, I'll always love him and like I don't have to want to be with him, but I want him in my life and like. I don't know, I just feel like I hope that now we're both like mature enough and far enough away from it where we can be friends. And like we had such a creative relationship too, like we would write together and we would like throw ideas around and like I've missed that. Mm-hmm. But I had to respect the boundaries of his current relationship and also m- for myself I had right. to like I mean, I couldn't it was just too much, too many complicated emotional things happening.
0: There's something really powerful about when that point where you can be on the other side of a situation mm-hmm. and the fact that you running into him could be the rose right now as yeah. opposed to like ugh, it like bringing down your energy and it being a bad thing. Instead, it's like you see him and you can connect on a way that that person is, has had a profound impact on your life and you can look at it as that.
1: Yeah and it like confirmed for me that like we really did have something you know like Mm -hmm. I haven't literally seen seen him face to face or talked to him for real in like four years and like we went right back to communicating like we'd see each other every single day. I love that. And I feel like that's the mark of, like, that's how you would mark a true friend, right? Like, I feel like everyone knows, like, your closest and best friends are the people that you don't have to see or talk to forever, and as soon as you see them, you pick right back up where you left off. Yeah. And that's kind of how I felt, so shout out to you, sir.
0: Yeah, well, those, on that ex-boyfriend tip, my dad's going to coffee with my ex-boyfriend next week. Oh, why? I appreciate, because he's, my ex-boyfriend's, like, a really wonderful, smart business guy Mm -hmm. and my dad is working on this new project as a a retiree Mm -hmm. and i suggested that they talk nice and so they're going to coffee so i'm super into that
1: yeah i know it's like why i don't i always hated that just because we broke up we couldn't talk and i i mean there was a lot of extenuating circumstances i understand why that needed to happen for when it needed to happen but like Life is so short, and, like, there's only so many people that you really, really, like, love, love. And can connect with on that level. That's so special. Yeah. So I feel good about that. I hope we really can be friends and that we can respect, like, that kind of boundary. Yeah. We'll see. I was like, I'm going out of town. I told him about my new boyfriend, and he was happy for me. And I love your new boyfriend. I know. He's great. He's a really good vibe for me. So I don't know. It's cool. Cool. Yeah. Rose. Rose. And my thorn is another interpersonal thing as well today. Hit us. I'm keeping it grounded with these. these I love it. So the thorn would be. This is also related to auras. Okay. Okay. So, you know when you meet someone or you run into someone and you're just like their vibe is off or like they they kind of treated you weird. Like I think it happens a lot um, in with girls and other girls. Mm -hmm. So especially in like art, comedy, or like fashion, like industries that are like there's kind of like a fight or f- there's like a fight mentality yeah
0: that's a choice we can get into that in a second yeah
1: that's a thing mm-hmm. i totally agree with you but that it does kind of breed that kind of energy sometimes and i had a situation recently where me and my other friend we, me and my friend were at an open mic and this other chick was there and she was really rude to both of us and there was no reason for her to being rude we were all like in it together and she was rude And she's actually dating one of my guy friends. So I talked to him after and I was like, you know, your girlfriend was like pretty rude to us. And I mean, I was I felt a little bit petty like I was telling on her, but also like if I was dating someone who was shitty to my friends, I would totally want to know that. Absolutely. So he was just like, well, maybe she's intimidated of you guys.
0: Hate that response.
1: And I started thinking about that response and I feel like that's a common thing when like one girl is shitty to another girl, people always go, it's because she was intimidated. And it's like, that's not a fucking excuse.
0: Also, rise above that.
1: Yeah, and if you're intimidated, why don't you be nice? Like, if you have to be intimidated, that would make sense. Why would you choose to be shitty? Like, yeah, I, I real. That's my thorn. My thorn is like, well, she's just intimidated. So then, as though her being intimidated then somehow becomes my fault or the person's fault that is that's supposedly attacked. Yeah, supposedly, like the presence of intimidation. Then the person who's doing the intimidating has to apologize like it puts it on you right in a way that it's like take it, taking responsibility away from someone who should just have more tech. totally exactly. i had
0: a, i had a similar experience like we're all insecure i was doing an event um with a friend for my rich as fuck stuff mm-hmm. the the clothing line and one of the girls working at the event said something to um my design partner on it that i was being that i was bitchy or whatever mm-hmm. which i hundred percent wasn't I would never first of all I mean I can be bitchy I'm great at it but when it comes to like that situation like it's an event that like we're collaborating with the space that we were holding it at Mm -hmm. like I'm a hundred percent not coming in from a place of like anything but like gratitude that they're opening the space to us and all that like I was very you know solid in where I was coming from with it and so my partner pulls me aside and he's like uh she said you were really rude to her and I just need you to to know that maybe you should apologize. And I was so upset because this person is my friend yeah. who who came up to me and said this it's like the fact that you even think that you have to confront me about this that and it
1: irked me so much. And was it a guy that came up to you and said that?
0: Yeah, it Ugh, was
1: it's even more complicated then.
0: Yeah, and it's like you know like you've known me for years. I why would you think that I would be rude to somebody? Yeah. And and it was just a really weird, it, it made me so mad, like, kind of more than I, sh- it bothered me more than it should
1: have. So what, in that situation, like, she could have either like, said something to you? I think that you. that's
0: the type of situation where someone is just looking for conflict because yeah. there wasn't anything there. It was, and I'm sorry if I came off anything less than appreciative and nice, but. But you
1: also, people can't be taking things personally like that in, like, a work setting.
0: Also, if you know somebody and you don't think that they're the type of person who's who's intending to be bitchy, like, don't come to them and be like, you should apologize. Yeah. Like, that's not my vibe. On to the next one.
1: So thorns being bitches. Yeah. <laughs> right? And the internet. Okay. Yeah. Not today. Not today. Elizabeth just <laughs> constantly wants the thorn to be the internet. But I
0: will say, I do have a an a ro- internet-related rose. Okay. So I was up at um, Summit. uh. Recently in Eden, Utah, and they always have amazing content there. Mm -hmm. Stephanie will be performing there, I believe, in August, Mm -hmm. which is really exciting. True. And I'm always just constantly really in awe of the different types of talent that they bring in to come speak to us. And there's this woman who gave a uh, performance and a talk. Her name is Sarah Jones. She's a polymorphic playwright. What does that mean? So she is a monologist which means she does all these different voices and she's so incredibly talented i'm gonna post her ted talk on mm-hmm. um our blog and tweet it but um so this woman sarah jones she's a complete chameleon in how she transforms into these different characters so she has this talent but then the plays she writes are and what she does with the talent is so deep and she's I'm working on a play right now that she's talking about called buy sell date b u y s e l l, date so and it's uh, a commentary on the uh sex trafficking in around the world whoa so she goes into character as all these different women so not only is she wow. mind blowingly talented, but she's using her voice or these many voices and really adding. And creating a beautiful conversation. And it's, there's just some people that you see and you're just like, wow. And she uh, won a Tony Award for a show that Meryl Streep had done with her. Like, I mean, she's really high level. I was just introduced to her. And sometimes when you see something that incredible, you just need to spread the word. That's so, so cool. Sarah Jones, You Are My Rose. And we got to make bracelets together. We crafted together. So we're really bonded.
1: I also believe it's mono- monologuist. Monologuist? Yep. Yeah.
0: Sure. Could be. Yeah. Or yep. monologue. That would make sense yeah. because she's doing monologues.
1: The syllables of it. Yeah. Right.
0: So everyone check her out if you want to be casually blown away.
1: I uh, love it. We'll, we should definitely put that definitely. on the blog. Um, What a great show. Yeah. This was fun.
0: Your aura is really... Uh,
1: I feel like beautiful. It's tur- my green is turning crystal. No longer murky. It's turning to beautiful crystal green. Uh, you guys can check us out at That's So Retrograde.com. Everywhere, on the internet. So
0: Retrograde. And we love to hear from you.
1: Oh, yeah. So please, I really, this is my one last closing thought of this episode. Hit me with it. Write us with the things you want to talk about or hear about or any sort of feedback. Like, we want it. We need it.
0: Yeah, just please validate us.
1: No, not even about validation. No, I mean, involved. I mean, we
0: need parking validation. Oh, oh, yeah,
1: email. <laughs> but seriously, we want to hear from you guys, so please get involved.
0: Thanks so much. Have everyone have a great week. Have a blessed day. Bye.